It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. It is NBA Draft Week, and it's time to dive into all the latest news and rumors and try to figure out what in the world is Sam Presti going to do this week. We're going to wrap up the NBA Draft interviews with prospects for the media, also talk about the Thunder workout list being updated, and also we're going to talk about the latest Woj reports about the Thunder and what they're looking to do this week. All that and more, all coming up. On the Locked On Thunder podcast. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast and the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host and editor-in-chief over at thundersintentions.com, media member Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O-Thunderpod. Email the show, L-O-Thunderpod at gmail.com. Call into the show, 405-362-7128 on today's show. Brought to you by the live NBA draft show. We're going to dive into our media interviews from Friday, talking all about the highlights from each prospect. Also, a ton of draft and trade rumors already floating around. So we'll tie all these rumors into one podcast and get you caught up on everything going on around the Oklahoma City Thunder after a busy, busy weekend as we head into draft week. The draft, of course, is on Thursday, and you can join us on Thursday with the live NBA Draft show. NBA Draft GOAT Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's the Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis like myself for each pick. Follow the Locked On NBA channel on YouTube today. So follow Locked On NBA on YouTube right now today. And then you can watch our live coverage starting July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's, of course, 6 p.m. Central. It's our first studio production live and in studio, the Lockdown NBA show. You can go check that out on Thursday. I'll be retweeting the links, of course. It's going to be on Twitter, on YouTube, all that fun stuff. It's going to be a great production. It's going to be something this historic and great network has never done before. So that's going to be also pretty fun for you to see uh, history um, I cannot wait for it. The draft and everything. I'll be there every time the Thunder make a pick or a trade or whatever. I'll be hopping on there and breaking it all down for our friends over at the Lockdown NBA YouTube channel. Make sure you're there as well. So we did get to talk to draft prospects. We'll continue that today. We'll get to talk to a lot more today. Today, we talked to Davion Mitchell, Cam Thomas, Zaire Williams, Jalen Green, Keon Johnson, James Booknight, Franz Wagner, Chris Duarte, Anthony Shingoon and Corey Kispert. Tomorrow on Tuesday, we talk to Jalen Suggs. 
And then on Friday, we talked to Jonathan Kaminga, Josh Giddy, Kai Jones, Isaiah Jackson, Jalen Johnson, Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Kate Cunningham, and Moses Moody. We'll talk about the highlights right now, starting with Josh Giddy. So Josh Giddy says that he did not get to work out for teams during this process, which I found very interesting. It makes sense, though, because he has been somebody who's been with the national team. He was on the Australia select team. I'm not sure if they call it the select team, but the U.S. calls it select team. He was on the Australian national team for their training camp, getting uh, the getting the squad ready to go to Tokyo. He, of course, did not make the squad to go to Tokyo, but he was, of course, getting his squad prepared. And so he mentions playing with Patty Mills and Matthew Delvadova and Josh Green and Matisse Thibel and how that experience really helped him get prepared for the NBA. But because he was doing uh, those Olympic you know, workouts and Olympic you know, training camps and exhibitions, because he was doing all those things, he couldn't go to the combine and participate fully. He could not work out for teams individually. And so it's just one less touch point, one less um, thing and tool that these NBA teams have when evaluating Josh Giddy. Uh, he mentions, though, that he did get to fly to Chicago for one day. He flew there for one day and met with as many teams as possible. He didn't tell us the teams, just that he met with multiple organizations. It's interesting, I think. that I, I mean, I, I might be just a stupid nerd, but I think it's very interesting that he uh, could not work out for teams, and he's going to go top 10. He's going to go maybe top, you know, of course, lottery bound, you'd think, uh, for Josh Giddy, of course. So uh, just a fun little note there that, that this is a rare, a rare situation. I mean, usually these NBA teams want more, 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 more information, and it seems like they're not going to get that with Josh Giddy because of his obligations with the national team and he couldn't get to these organizations to work out with. He mentions that, you know, the feedback about his shooting, how his shooting's not very good. He, he says that his start of the year was so bad, and it was. It was so awful from beyond the arc that there was nothing he could do to catch up those percentages. So, like, it's like if you start the year in school and you get two straight zeros out of the gate. You're now always chasing that, that hole, right? You can get a hundred on every test from now on, but because you started the year and you and you turned in, you didn't turn in an assignment three times in a row. It doesn't really matter. Like you, you've now put yourself in such a hole that you're not going to get back to where you want to be. If you want to be an A student or a B student, you're not going to get back to where you want to be. You can maybe become passable, but that's kind of the the limit that you put on yourself. You put a limit on yourself because of how bad you started. And so Josh Giddy, he put a limit on himself because of how bad he started from beyond the arc in terms of percentages as well. Uh, he mentions that he shot the ball a lot better in the latter half of the season. But again, just can't reflect whenever you start so bad. Uh, but it was a good interview. He was a fun interview to talk. He was a fun person to talk to. He was very open, uh, very honest. And he took every question and he like was very, again, open and honest about every single answer. So like, it was very informative. He was a fun guy to talk to. Uh, Brennan Rabar of Daily Thunder, of course, asked him if he pooped. So that was a, a fun, viral video going around Twitter about if he pooped or not. Of course, it, Brandon did not know that his mic was unmuted and he was talking to his son, but you can see Giddy whenever that happens, like pauses, looks at the camera, is a little confused, and then just keeps going, just keeps going with the answers he's talking about already. That that poison, that ability to take that adversity was something that was very good for Josh Giddy. Uh, but Kai Jones was also an awesome interview. He was very nice. Like he, Kai Jones might be the nicest person in human history. Very nice, very respectful. Uh, it was awesome talking to him. He name-dropped SGA and LaMelo Ball as guards that can help him uh, better his game. Uh, he believes that he can be a player that eventually can space the floor and can kind of be that modern NBA big man that's kind of plays like a wing. Um, but the name-dropping of SGA is a big deal. 
I know that Kai Jones is not the headline player. It's it's not like LeBron name dropped SGA or somebody like that or an upcoming great free agent name dropped SGA. Um, but it is important still because if if this is reputation that keeps following SGA of like, hey, this is a guy that plays guard that can make me better. He can make me a better player. Um, then guys are going to want to play for him. And whenever you're in a small market like this, you need your star to be somebody that guys want to play with. You need your star to be somebody who people look at and say, he's going to make me better. I'm going to make him better, but he's going to make me better. And you want a package deal like that to follow that reputation to follow SGA. Because Mark's going to have that too. You watched what Mark did last year. It was so impressive. If he continues that trend, Mark will have the reputation of a coach that will make everybody better. This organization has a great culture set already and a great reputation of being a great culture. You factor all these things in, that's a great sign for the Thunder's future. Now, they're never going to sign the best of the best free agent. But when decisions get made and there's a, a B-tier free agent or a C-tier free agent and they're discussing three or four teams, that's little things that can give you the edge. And also, eventually the Thunder are going to take another swing at trading for a star. It probably won't be tomorrow, but eventually they're going to take another swing at trading for a star who has one or two years left of their deal. And you've got to convince them to try to stay the way you convince Paul George to stay. And you have to have a player who's likable and who makes people better and who people want to play with to be able to accomplish that goal. And so Kai Jones name dropping SGA was a good sign of his future and his future reputation because that's one year. That's 35 games of shape playing actual point guard full-time in the NBA and being the, the guy. And he's kind of already getting that moniker put on him. Again, it's by Kai Jones. It's a draft prospect looking at teams that can realistically draft him and then also give him in a good position. And, of course, playing with LaMelo and, and SGA benefit him a lot. But, again, it's about the reputation that SGA is going to develop for himself, and, and that can be a very, very good one. I like Kai Jones. I'd like him in with the Thunder. We'll see what happens with him during the draft. Coming up, we're going to get to Scotty Barnes' quotes about the Thunder, about Lou Dort, about Toronto, uh, about everything that Scotty Barnes had to say. Also, we'll recap Cade Cunningham, Isaiah Jackson. James Booknight has a very fun story leak out before uh, his interview on Monday. We'll update the Thunder workout list, and also we are going to talk about the Woj uh, trade draft special that he did on ESPN on Sunday, uh, which was a lot of fun. But first, I want to say right now, but our good friends over at Bill Bar. Bill Bar. Fantastic protein bar. It tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BillBar.com. Use promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your next order. BillBar.com is incredible, folks. You can try them out right now by getting coconut, cherry raspberry, cherry barcia, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. They have a flavor for everybody. My favorite flavor, personally, is cookies and cream. Trust me, cookies and cream is to, is to die for. It's incredible. It's phenomenal. You will not want to miss out on cookies and cream. But if you do not want to believe me because all those other flavors sound so great, I don't blame you. They do sound all fantastic, and they are all fantastic. So go ahead and order the Mixed Box. The Mixed Box will give you two of every flavor. Two of every flavor. And then you can try them all out and then reorder the flavor you love the most. It's a great way to do things. Most bars have 17 grams protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Try it out today. It's the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off of your next order. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. It's a protein bar, but it tastes just like a candy bar.
The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O Thunderpod. Let's talk about Scotty Barnes now. Scotty Barnes says that his pairing with Lou Dort would be, quote, great for the organization. Um, I can see that on the defensive end, obviously. <laughs> I think that defensively, Lou Dort and Scotty Barnes would be a heck of a team, especially if you get SGA locked in on defense and, um, you know, Baisley's a, a nice defender. Uh, that'd be a pretty fun team defensively. I still worry about Barnes's fit with the team. I, I still worry about his fit offensively with any team, but specifically the Thunder who have a guy who wants to be a point guard in SGA um, and who needs to be a point guard in SGA. And then you bring in Scotty Barnes who can't do anything offensively besides dribble and pass at a high level. And so how does that work? How, how does it work whenever you have a guy who wants to be a point guard and is a top 15 caliber of player in SGA and then you bring in Scotty Barnes and he's like, ah, okay, well, he, since he can't do anything else, we got to let him be a point guard type of player and have the ball in his hands all the time. I just don't like the fit with Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes dropped a, uh, he dropped a highlight video himself, which I found hilarious over the weekend. And you can hear him in the video going, they say I can't shoot. They say I can't shoot. And then he's like a 15 second video of him shooting a couple of jumpers and making them. Anyway, it's, it was a funny highlight. It got a lot of fans excited. Uh, but the bottom line is we have no proof that he can shoot. That's anything of substance. Uh, he's working on a shooting. I would hope so. He's a hard worker. That's the that's the thing with Scotty Barnes that would give you and that should give you the most encouragement is that he's not Ben Simmons. He's going to work hard. He's going to put in the effort. He's going to put in the time. He's going to put in everything he can to this game of basketball and try to become a better shooter. He understands his limitations and he understands how he needs to work to get over those limitations. So I like Scotty Barnes, the person. I like Scotty Barnes, the the worker, right? As a basketball player, the worker. Uh, but the fit on the floor for Oklahoma City specifically is not something that I like right now. Of course, things can change. He's only like 19, 20 years old, so there's a lot of things that can change with him moving forward. Now, again, Sam Pressy's very much smarter than I am. Like I, I'm not going to sit here with with any sort of idea that I'm smarter than Sam Presti. If Sam Presti drafts Scotty Barnes, he knows a lot more than I know. Uh, but from where I sit, I don't see the fit with Oklahoma City. But again, I will say, to Scotty Barnes' credit, there's only one player I trust more with their work ethic and mental makeup to want this game of basketball to pan out for them and be great in this draft, and that's Jalen Green. And that's a high praise for me, from me, because I think that I think that Jalen Green has that it factor. He has that basketball craziness of like obsessive wanting to be the best ever. Like Jalen Green has that, and I think that Scotty Barnes has that too. And I think Scotty Barnes will not let anything stand in his way of trying to become a good shooter. And there will be no fear. It's like Poku didn't fear last year. Poku had a lot to work on last year, and it didn't overwhelm him, uh, and it did not stop him from trying everything. He tried everything. He tried shooting. He tried ball handling. He tried passing. He tried driving. He tried everything Poku did last year. 
Scotty Barnes will not be afraid to try. He'll not be afraid to try. He'll not be afraid to fail. He'll not be afraid to progress. And so that's that's the that's the why. If you're asking why you would draft Scotty Barnes, you look at his tools right now, switching one through five defensively, being a good ball handler at his size, being a good passer at his size, and then you factor in that he will be a hard worker, that he will be somebody who um, tries everything and fails, but also succeeds a lot. That's why you feel comfortable drafting him with his limitations. Uh, but yeah, it would be a fun pairing with him and Lou Dort. Uh, defensively, but again, there's just so many questions offensively. He says Oklahoma City seemed loyal during his visit, which is very funny considering he's a Kevin Durant fan. Like that was his favorite player is Kevin Durant, and so to say that they seem loyal was was an interesting note from him. Uh, people kind of, I guess, couldn't read the quote right or something, but they they got hung up on the word "seemed" as in like past tense. He just meant like during the visit they were loyal, like they seemed like loyal people during the past visit I just went on. Not like it wasn't like a oh they used to be loyal. No, they they seemed loyal whenever I was there. It seemed genuine. It seemed like it was a good time uh, during his visit and everything like that. He mentions that Oklahoma City uh, was a great group of people, and they work hard to make sure that their program can be at their peak. Um, and, and it's clear that the Thunder are very transparent with players and very much uh, upfront with players, and they've been consistent in saying to us and to uh, everybody that they want to win a championship. They want to get back to that championship-caliber program, and it seems like they told Scotty Barnes that as well. He calls this draft class a very special one and a great class. I agree. This is a this is a really, really great draft class. But also, the fun part about the quotes from Scotty Barnes was that he praised Toronto multiple times, talking about their player development staff, talking about how um, they get these guys who can't shoot coming into the league and then allow them to become shooters and find a way to make them shooters. That's obviously the biggest knock on Scotty Barnes' game right now. Um, and he says that he wants Toronto to pick to pick him at four, that he wants to go to Toronto at four. If Toronto picks Scotty Barnes at four, the the aftermath of that would be very interesting. Like, where does Jalen Suggs go at that time? Uh, where do the where does the NBA kind of go from there at that time? I mean, would there be a huge market to trade it for Suggs? I think so. I think that there'd be a, a big market of like, if the Warriors can't find anything else, I might as well trade for Suggs. If the Thunder want to move up from one for one spot to get Suggs, might as well. Could Orlando pull a fast one and not draft Suggs either and Suggs falls to six? Like, what, what would happen there if Toronto kind of pulls out this Scotty Barnes card that they're so rumored to be interested in him? I think, ultimately, the Raptors draft Jalen Suggs, but it is a very interesting discussion to be had if, 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 if Toronto pulls a fast one. Does that send Orlando into a panic and they freak out and draft the wrong guy, as usual? Maybe. We'll see what happens there. With Cade Cunningham, not much there. He's a very nice guy, very respectful of the media as well. Uh, but basically, he just said all the right things. Like He said all the right things about Detroit, wanting to be in, the, in Detroit's organization, wanting to be in, in the city of Detroit, wanting to be everything about Detroit. So he said all the right things. Um, you know, there was no real highlights. And for Cade being number one overall, that's, that's a good thing. There's no real highlights. Isaiah Jackson, though, who has been linked to the Thunder heavily, did confirm that he worked out with the Thunder publicly. Um, he said he got good feedback from the Thunder uh, as well. Also said that at Kentucky, he feels like he was kind of held back and that he can be a space-to-floor kind of player, a do-it-all player. And so he can be that modern-day big, and he felt like he was kind of held back from that at Kentucky. Now, Kentucky has a history of holding back players and not kind of utilizing them correctly. I personally don't see that Jackson can become that floor-spacing big that can kind of do it all the way that he thinks he can. Uh, but if he says it's because of Kentucky and not because of him, it makes sense. It tracks. I mean, Kentucky's not very good at developing players. I mean, in terms of putting them in position to be uh, NBA players, you kind of have to find that out later on with a lot of these guys that they're going to be good NBA players. Uh, but James Booknight, we'll talk today at one thirty. 
I wouldn't expect much from him. Um, you know, at the combine, he was very uh, calculated, and that was a very good thing for the Thunder organization. Obviously, he was very calculated. He did not release who he worked out for at the combine. I don't expect that stance to change because Evan Mobley's stance did not change. We asked Evan Mobley again who he's worked out for. He did not want to tell us. He just said it's with his agents and everything like that. So, I mean, I don't expect anything to come from this. But the one report that already has came came up about James Book Knight was yesterday. It was reported that Oklahoma City liked Book Knight last year before Book Knight pulled his name out. And of course, if you remember, they loved KP, Christos Porzingis, in the year before he got drafted, whenever he pulled his name out. And they got bit by that because they loved him. They were going to draft him in the 20s. They are going to have KP in the 20s. And then he pulls out and then becomes a top four pick. Now <laughs> you have Book Knight, who last year would have been a pick in the 20s and now will be a top six pick, top seven pick, whatever it's going to be for Book Knight. I think top six pick myself. Um, and you're, beneficiary, you're, you're still going to be able to beneficiate from liking him last year, this year, because you actually moved up in the draft as well as he did. Uh, so just a fun little note there. We knew that this was not kind of out of left field with Book Knight. Uh, but it was a fun story that actually got confirmed. Coming up, we're going to update the Thunder workout list, talk about the Woj uh, reports and everything else that happened over the weekend. But first, I'm going to tell you right now, what are good friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Baseball's in full swing. You can track the action at BetOnline, get all the latest news, odds, and info from all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. And check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. No longer should you be sitting on the sidelines. This is your chance to get into the game. As teams prep for the playoffs and for the regular season and for the Olympics, and now you can also bet on player movement props, which is like Ben Simmons, what's his next team going to be? What's Kawhi's next team going to be? You can bet on all those things over at betonline.ag. Also head over to the website or on your mobile device, sign up today, Whenever you sign up today, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using our code Locked On. Use our code Locked On, 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag, betonline, your online sportbook experts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. So you can read this list visually at thundersintentions.com with more tidbits and information about each player. But here's the workout list so far that we know. Again, this is a not complete workout list because... The Thunder did not release that, and I would not release that either if I was a Thunder. I think that if, I think that these teams that release them freely are kind of silly uh, that, that release them, but the Thunder don't. So this is from me talking to sources and also these players' social media accounts. Jalen Johnson, Keon Johnson, Isaiah Todd, Sandro Mamu, Austin Reeves, Sharif Cooper, Trey Murphy III, Matthew Hurt, Josh Primo, Corey Kispert, Amir Sims, A.O. Vrenz, Chris Duarte, E.J. Onyu, Trey Mann, Brandon Rashal, Carlick Jones, Jaden Springer, Justin Champagne, Scotty Barnes, Bones Highland, Fran Hurnt, 
Nimus Quinta, Jonathan, Kamin- Jonathan Kaminga, Kai Jones, Moses Moody, Aaron Wiggins, Anthony Shingoon, and then Mark Vidal was the most recent. That's 30 names that we know, and of course, many more that we don't know. So with Woj, he says on his Sunday special that he had about the draft and uh, trade season and offseason and things like that, he said, expect OKC to start knocking on the door this week. Um, duh. <laughs> yes, they're going to start knocking on the door this week. Yes, they're trying to move up. Yes, they're aggressively trying to move up. The question is, who will play ball with them? Who will actually t- partake with the Thunder? Who can they move up with? Because it doesn't seem like the Cavs want to move down. It doesn't seem like the Rockets want to move down. It doesn't seem like the Pistons want to move down, especially not the six. Um, is it? I don't think it's worth it to move up to five fourth with Orlando. I think it's worth it to move up one spot. And then you're left with Toronto. I, I just, I I can't find the partner right now. Now, I will say, as, as somebody who followed the Mavericks closely, um, the Luka trade, it was it was very doom and gloom the week of the draft. Like, ah, uh, going to get stuck with Mo Bamba. I mean, ah, uh, what are we going to do here? Stuck with Mo Bamba. Can't trade up. We want Luka, but obviously he's going to go number one. And then he didn't go number one. And then he didn't go number two. And all of a sudden, he was traded for. Now, Cade's going to go one. What I'm saying here is the trade aspect of this will happen on draft night if it happens. It will not happen before then. Um, it will be a surprise thing. It'll feel like it's not going to happen if it happens. Like So it can still happen right now, though. It just feels like it's not going to happen. That doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It just feels like that. Um, it feels like there's just too many obstacles to overcome. But, but it's happened before where it's been a huge surprise. And, and so we'll see if Sam Presti can go and make a trade up. Now he wants to trade up. He's being aggressive and trying to trade up. But again, there's a certain point where what's the point, right? Like again, what's the point of going to five? You like book night. Orlando will not take book night at five. What's the point of going to five, giving up a future asset to get Barnes. I would hate that. I think that you just stay at six and get book night. I, I, I think that there's no real reason to trade up with Orlando. It seems like there's a 0.6% chance that you can trade up with, with Detroit. Let's rule them out as well. In Detroit, that rules out one and five. That leaves you at two, three, and four. I don't see why Houston would trade down to six. Um, their stuff is not all that valuable to them, getting that stuff back, considering how they replenish with the Brooklyn stuff. And also, you know, it just, again, there's so many variables of, sure, I get all these future first-round picks, but... I'm not sure I'll get lottery luck. Like, like the Thunder didn't get lottery luck. They, they have all the future first round picks. They had the losing. They didn't get lottery luck. And I'm not sure that any draft class will be as good as this one. I don't think that there's going to be something that's going to be hard pressed to find draft classes as good as this one. So I don't see a reason why teams will trade down. But again, things can happen. Things get wild on draft night. And um, like the Luka thing came out of left field. Everyone was content in Dallas. of like, ah, I guess we'll just go get Mo Bamba and see what happens. And then they ended up with Luka Doncic. It's just a wild thing that we'll see how it pans out. But yes, the Thunder are trying. Sam Presti's aggressive. He's not Danny Ainge. He's going to try to give up these assets and get something back in return that he truly believes in, like a Cade Cunningham or, or Jalen Green or an Evan Mobley. Um, but it's a matter of finding the team who will actually trade down. It seems like trading up from 16 is much easier. Like It seems like it seems like if he wants to, he can trade up from pick 16 easily. Um, so we'll see if he deploys that strategy as well. The other report that came out this weekend, the last one, is that the Atlanta Hawks are looking to move Cam Reddish. Now, they're not going to probably give him away, but the reason why makes a lot of sense. If you've listened to the Hawks owner talk, 
ever since that playoff run, he's been consistent in saying, we can't bring everybody back. We can't do it. And to me, now this is just me speaking here. I, I don't see how any ownership group, even the most corrupt of the corrupt, could in good faith watch that playoff run in Atlanta and then say, you know what, guys, we're not bringing back John Collins. I think you have to bring back John Collins. So if you want to cut money in Atlanta and you don't want to pay everybody, the most logical thing to do here is by bringing back John Collins and then trading Cam Reddish for a draft pick this year and resetting that timeline, resetting that kind of pay clock. So could you get Reddish for 18 and 34 or just 18 in a future second round pick or whatever? Because again, if it's all about paying prospects, they're not going to want, they're not going to want somebody who needs to be paid next year or in a couple of years. They want to reset that timeline all the way back to the starting point. So they're going to want a draft pick. Could you do it with 18? Could you get Reddish for 18 and something, 18 in a second, 18 and whatever, 18 in two seconds, whatever it is, because I'm not sure you'll find better value at 18 than Cam Reddish. Again, we'll see how the draft board falls. So there's a ton of moving parts and a ton of players who can go in a lot of different directions on draft night. Uh, but Cam Reddish is going to be really good. If he stays healthy, he's going to be really good in this league. So I, I like it. I like the idea. We'll see if it's actually something that the Hawks act on and that the Thunder act on. Uh, I like it, though. I like Cam Reddish a lot. Let me know on Twitter what you think of all of these draft rumors, what your predictions are for draft night. Make sure you go subscribe to the Lockdown NBA YouTube page and get ready for our live NBA draft show. Until then, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.